Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gun Line Midweek Memo, episode number 160. And we have our fucking co-host finally back. About goddamn time. (laughs) Had me here sweating balls for a while, thinking I wasn't going to have a co-host. But uh, welcome back, Oyurina. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Uh, doing pretty good. You know, I just got COVID. Got that Rona, huh? Yeah, so I'm quarantined at home for like the next week. Oh, no. I bet that's got to suck for you, huh? Yeah, it it fucking sucks, man. I'm just like inside pacing around my room, just eating, eating canned, canned food. It sucks. So, um, with that said, you had the vaccine too, didn't you? Yeah, it sure did. Aren't vaccines <laughs> supposed to stop uh, diseases and shit? So you can still you can still get it. You can still get the you can still get COVID. You're just not going to experience the long term debilitating effects of the virus. But is that a vaccine? I mean, I heard of the vaccine for measles and a vaccine for polio. I haven't okay. heard people say that you know. They got a mild case of polio or okay, let's, a mild let's case of the measles. Let's break it down then. Mm. And mm. sure. So I got two cans. Uh, one's got the vaccine, this one. And this one does not have the vaccine. Here comes COVID coming in. And COVID, what COVID does, it crushes the can, right? And then bruises you. We'll just say for an example. So in comes COVID hits the can, tries to crush it. It can't. So what's it do? It bruises it. So you remember him forever. Then it goes over the next can. The next can doesn't have the COVID vaccine. So what happens? Crush and then bruises you. And then now you're looking like this. This one, he's still bruised. He still remembers the experience. That's me. Uh, But I don't have to worry about getting crushed because I get the vaccine. And that stopped me from getting crushed. This guy, on the other hand, he got crushed and he's bruised. But again, it didn't stop it. You still got it. I got bruised. I didn't get crushed. But but it you're not supposed to get crushed or bruised. Nobody's vaccine supposed to stop it. Oh, again, not this guy. Again, this guy. Um, again, um, I've never heard of anybody getting just a mild case of polio. Or a mild case of the measles. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, 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 baby, you know, you do you, boo boo. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. That's how that's how it works. This is a disease that destroys your your lungs and stuff. Right. Um, and you polio. Know, if, your system, if your immune system is weak, and then some of the side of side effects are loss of taste and loss of. Uh, loss of smell which which i got which is what we were calling the bruising in that last uh, description my bruising is i lost taste and smell but i don't have to worry about my my lungs deteriorating over the next like few months or weeks and me being on a ventilator i'm not going to be hospitalized nobody nobody with the covid vaccine has been actually hospitalized in a ventilator well, people there's a that, difference between being hospitalized and being checked up at the hospital, too. Yeah, but so, I mean, there's been people that have had the COVID 
and yes. didn't need to be hospitalized. They had mild symptoms like you exp- like you are suffering right now, right? Yeah. So exactly. Either way, I mean, it's just depending on what you get, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd be in a hospital right now, dying. You think? Yeah, if I had COVID like this. Why would you say that? But, I mean, you just said you do have COVID. Yeah, but if I had, if I didn't get the vaccine, I'd be in a hospital right now. I'd be like in a in a hospital bed, like barely but, able to breathe and dying. I, but that's not everybody that catches COVID, though. People, <laughs> the people that are like injected with it, like they're no, I mean, um. One of my very good friends, I mean, he just had the Rona really bad and he didn't get hospitalized. How old is he? What are the demographics? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute. So now demographics come into play. <laughs> okay, maybe... you know what? Don't get the shot. No, I'm not I'm not no, I'm no, not no. against the vaccine. No, no, just... by all means. By all means. I'm not. I have not if if you guys and in fact it really does come down to like your body, your choice, right? Like if you don't want to, if you don't want to get the shot, um, well, we can't really say your body, your choice, but yeah, I was just about to say the, that if you, if you don't want to get the shot, don't get the fucking shot. But apparently, but and yeah, if but if, make it, if, if you, you want to work, it, apparently nowadays you have to get the shot. So what are you going to, so what are people going to do? Because the army just released a statement today too, saying the same thing. It's uh, just released actually just now that if, um, if you don't get the shot, your service member, they're going to give you a Gomar and process you for chapter. Dude, um, a fucking Gomar. Process you for chapter. And it's on the Army What the Fuck moments, right? The way I see it, if you want to stick to your guns, because I know people that don't want to get the shot. If you don't, if you want to stick to your guns, man, you know, if you really, truly believe that this shit's like a bogus fucking thing. And see, and that's the thing. Nobody's doesn't... saying it's a bogus fucking thing. Or, I, don't no, think- I mean, if the shot, if the shot is bogus, you know, right? Yeah, if 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 you hardcore believe it, and I say stick to your fucking stick to your guns, man. Don't get it. Like, oh, just don't get it. Let me ask you, what about what are your? I mean, we don't wear lab coats. We're not doctors, you know. Um, but here, here's my thing. Oh, somebody had put a message on the Facebook, and it wouldn't read. But it says something about talk about Fraggle Five. I don't know if um, that ha- I don't know what that is. Um, it was just I guess it was just released or something. Um, but I I could only see a little bit of the message, but it wouldn't show it on the Facebook itself. But anyways, um, yeah, dude, here's here's my thing. You know, you want to get the shot? I'm all about it. Go ahead, bro. I'm not an anti-vaxer. Go ahead, get vaxxed. You know, but don't force me to do something I don't want to do. And I, and I agree with that hundred percent. Right. Because if uh, what's the worst that happens, right? The people that don't get shots, they die. Mm -hmm. According, you know, according to they they all die. No, no, not all of them. Not all of them. No, no, no. Okay. The people that don't get it, some of them will die, right? Majority, whatever, will die. I'm saying that as an example, like an exaggeration of this, right? Yeah, well. The worst thing that happened should be a Democrat's dream, right? You you just killed off the opposition. It's mostly, right? Yeah. So, like, that's the worst that could happen. 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I think that this shit just hits you, hits you differently. I think the, the vaccine's kind of sketch, in my opinion. I got it just because I was like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't have a dog in any political fight. I really don't give a fuck. I exactly. just know that I want to be able to travel. So if I'm going to inject some shit like inside of me, fuck it, man. Like I, I smoked for years, dude. Like I, I've done some more dangerous shit. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck what a shot does. Is no, it- I, I, I agree with you on that 100%. I mean, um, I just, I was actually leaning towards getting the shot. I was really leaning towards that. I, I told myself it's been almost a year. Once it's a year, you know, and I don't see any side effects that are like detrimental. I'll go ahead and get it. But now that, you know, asshole in chief wants to say you're going to get it or else now out of spite, I'm like, fuck you, because who are you? The government is not going to mandate me to do whatever the fuck I don't want to do. You know, and it's just. um, Anyways, um, and for those of y'all listening to the on the gun line podcast, this is the type of shit. The midweek memo is normally where we just hash out shit that's going on around. You know, it's not like a shoot the shit episode where we get to know each other and talk bullshit about, you know, I don't know, just different things on the midweek memo. It's more of a what's going on around the world type deal. And so that's what we're talking about right now. And right now, the Rona still seems to be fucking going around, you know, but eh, you know what? Fuck it. Two tears in a bucket. A la verga. Um, with that said, let's go ahead and move on. We'll push on forward from it, man. Let me ask you something. Um, um, what happened to the Packers this weekend? <laughs> Oof. You yeah. know what? It's just it's the first week, man. Like you can't. It'd be like saying, like, imagine if you saw like a Cowboys fan win week one, and then they get on the internet and they're like, "Oh, dude, the Super Bowl! You oh, know, bro. this is our year." You mean right? like what they would, they do that already? Yeah, but you know what would you say, right? Like you'd be like, "Dude, it's the first week. Chill, chill the fuck out." All right, Aaron Rodgers is is good at what he does. I think we should allow him. Give the guy one fucking week of like you you fucked up because then the next week he's gonna you know what he's gonna want to do he's gonna want to try to prove everybody that talks shit wrong he's gonna be driven who who are they playing next week? I'll tell you right now. Oh, the Lions. I think I think they're gonna be all right, and I think yeah, they're playing the fucking Lions. Uh, of course, they're gonna be all right. <laughs> now, now if they lose to the Lions. Uh, that's when you got to start worrying. Oh, dude. I mean, it's just horrible. I mean, it was horrible fucking bull to watch. You know, I uh, thought I'd figure like, okay, first two quarters, I gotcha. But then he gets a little fire in his ass. Man, 38 to three. That's man. that's getting fucking raped, bro. And asking it, for seconds. It, it happens all the time. You just, you know, you think, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers, you know. Yeah. He had one bad game. It's not a. There's still what 15. Did they increase the season to yeah. 18? 17? Fuck. 17? Fuck. I don't fucking yeah, know. You still got 16 more weeks, man. Just either way. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. But I mean, it's just it was just a horrible, horrible game. What and about I wanna, the rest of the 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 rest of the division? The whole NFC fucking North lost. Then you're good. You ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> look, look at the fucking the NFC Eagles East or, or the, <laughs> the Redskins. Yeah. 
you know, the shittiest fucking the teams out there, like an eight and eight team, I think it was, or like something stupid. Like they made it to the playoffs. Like, dude, you know what kills me is um one of my coworkers, he's a sea sea chickens fucking fan. So you know, I I have a personal uh hatred for the fucking seacocks because um they uh they ripped us off back in 2012 with that no catch catch that touchdown interception yeah um so anyways uh but his team won my lost and then our other co-worker is a browns fan and um you know they they look like they they had a good thing going yesterday man oh not yesterday the day before yesterday you know yeah, but yeah, it, the Brown, the fact that the Browns made it like had a good three quarters against the Chiefs was pretty good, man. And then, like that's a that's a hungry ass team. They're, they're, they're like putting up putting up big points against the fucking the Chiefs. Oh, I I told them you know uh, prior to the season starting um, that that in the AFC the Browns will be my team because they are always severe underdogs yeah you know and i like that so i'm gonna be a browns fucking backer um but um did you watch the game last night by any chance no i know of it the the raiders game yeah i heard a lot about it heard it was like game of the year already you know it was that good i had to watch the highlights it looked uh, pretty fun yeah i bet but i don't know Uh, the raiders are like my biggest enemies i get fucking hate the raiders I used to be a Raiders fan, um, you know, in the first half of my life up until, um, well, not even first half, like, no, the first portion of my life up until they left L.A. And then you being from Diego, um, you know, you're a Chargers fan. Yep. Which I think they should send those fuckers back to fucking San Diego, honestly. <coughs> and um, how well, the Chargers kinda, do? The Chargers won. Who'd they play? Okay. Fuck, man. It was... Um... Shit, I'm having memory problems. It was a, it was a close one. Fuck. <laughs> Man, I can't remember. Well, while you try to remember that, I wonder if it has anything to do because of um, you've been frying your brain lately on a computer. Yeah, that's that's all I do, man. I just sit here. I wake up in the morning and I get behind the computer. I do work, work from home, and then I do school. Been doing school for like the last six hours. No, but. Let, let, let's inform our fucking viewers. You're doing something a little more extracurricular now on the computer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, and uh, why, you know, I just want to. Redskins. Oh, okay. And, you know, I think that's awesome what you're doing, bro. Honestly. So, hey, any other viewers here, go on over and go to that thing called Twitch. Um, it's it's kind of like what all veterans do at nighttime when we sleep. Twitch. <laughs> and how do they find you on there, man? You go to twitch.tv front slash smoke gaming or smoke man gaming. And then uh that's that's my page, man. And you'll watch me play video games. Is there an easier way to to reach it? Uh you just go on twitch.tv and then you go you go into search and then you type in smoke man gaming. Can you just like Google Smoke Man Gaming and then Twitch? Will that bring it up? Um, Let's find out. I'm just a lazy motherfucker. And um, what I'll be doing, y'all, you know, is I will be uh, putting his Twitch 
on the Facebook. It's already on there from his first time that he went on. Um, and if you're interested in watching a nerd nerd out on some weird ass video game that looks like a Call of Duty wannabe, go on and go check him out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks kind of fun though. I mean, that is. Uh, I just you, you add graphics to it. I'm trying to. I think. Let me see. This is what happens when 13 Bravos have too much time in their hand and no FDC to help. <laughs> they would make it so easy. No, like you can't really find it on Google unless you become okay. like really popular. Ah. Uh, um, so are that, you gonna YouTube your shit? I can. I just uh, it's a little bit more. I'll get there. Right now, it's just kind of like a like something I'm doing just for fun, just to see how it works. Right Getting on. Comfortable. Getting comfortable playing and trying to multitask, playing video games, and then talking to an audience, and you got to practice talking to like nobody at all, which is kind of like what we're doing right now is we're you know we're talking to each other, but there's no audience watching you live. Right. So you know just being able to start a conversation and then uh, just talking to yourself so people tune in. Right. And, and just going from there. So I'm just just kind of practicing, trying to trying to see where it goes. Hell yeah, man. That's cool. That's cool. Where do you think you got the Rona from, by the way? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know how that like I everything with me is like business as usual. Or like I just go to work and I don't know if I touch the something or I shook somebody's hand, maybe. Or Dirty whatever. Motherfuckers. It could it could be it could be anything. Like right. I got sick before I went to go see my kids. So it was definitely it's definitely out here somewhere where it happened. And I just thought it was uh, allergies because it just like my eyes got puffy and then I started sneezing. Mm. And then Sunday, Sunday night, I think, is when I started realizing that there was something, something off when I was eating. Like I ate a cheeseburger. And I'm like, fuck, like this is bland. No, I went to like a Mexican food restaurant, had uh, like some chicken and some fajitas and some rice. And I was like, man, this is bland. Like, I can't believe I just paid 12 bucks for it because I put the hot sauce on it. I was like, yeah. man, I can't even taste the spice. Like this is some weak sauce, and I was about to get up and be like, "Hey, do you have anything sp- spicier?" But I was like, "I don't want to offend anybody," so I just finished it. And <laughs> it wasn't until the next day I get to work, and I I tried smelling something. And I'm like, "Man, I can't smell anything." And then uh, so I went downstairs. I'm like, "Hey, does anybody have like an air freshener I could I could smell?" And somebody's like, "Yeah, I got this car freshener," and they, they're like, "Yeah, it's pretty strong." And then they gave it to me, and I tried sniffing it. And I'm like, "Like." is it out or something? I can't fucking smell anything. I'm like, is this like, is this strong? I can't like, what is this supposed to smell like? And they're like, right, dude, right. That, that's like strong as fuck. I'm like, what are you doing? So I drove to the, I drove to the PX and I bought a car fresheners, like the strongest, like, yeah. uh, like Yankee candle car fresheners. And I just yeah. cracked it open, put it in the car and I like sniffing it. I'm like, dude, I can't smell shit. I was yeah. like scared for a second. I was like, dude, like, I can't smell anything. Like at all, dude, that would be scary if you're down there eating pussy and all of a sudden you can't taste it or smell it. Is it really scary though? Like, is, I mean, it, is it because it's something like would stop you before? Like, I don't, I don't have to come out for air anymore. Like, if, I'm good, nigga. You can't smell, doesn't mean you can't breathe. <laughs> I can't, taste. can't taste either, man. So I'm just taste. saying, well, for hours. What if it's like Mary Jane rotten crotch and shit? And you're like, ah. I would never know because I can't yeah, exactly. Till the next day, you have fucking full blown herpes all over your fucking face. 
<laughs> that'd be a whole different discussion though different... <laughs> oh my god dude i'm just tripping out on that shit i mean my whole house had the rona except for me and my boy we're the only ones that didn't catch it um but my both of my daughters and the wife all popped hot for the rona yeah. all last week and and yeah up to last week two weeks ago the week before last and last week and you know, thank God uh, I'm still good. Knock on wood. You it's know, just, it's just weird how it's like happening seasonally. Like, but why haven't I caught it then? Like, it's what I don't get. Well, like I know, I know a guy that got it in early October where I work, mm-hmm. or no, early uh, August where I worked, in a very close environment and stuff. And he got it in early August, and then I think he quarantined, and then just like. It's just, it's these two months that like it's slowly like spread to different people. Mm. So you may not have it now, but you might get it before October. You never know. Like, but that's what's crazy though. But I mean, I'm like literally next to my fucking old lady. We didn't quarantine. We didn't do no quarantine. Everybody just stayed in the fucking house. And somebody said this a while back. I forgot who it was, but like, was it Dr. I'm Fauci? Not huh? <laughs> was it Dr. Fauci? <laughs> uh, that, that fucking nutbag uh <laughs> censored uh right. no uh, i just noticed that i haven't gotten sick outside of this mm-hmm. you know like i haven't caught the flu i haven't been sick if i've been sick it's been something like covid related mm-hmm. sure. just weird i don't know dude uh, you know who um california is pretty sick right now you know uh, with that fucking recall election they got going on. Oh, who's winning? Does anybody want? I have no idea, bro. You know what's crazy is you got two Californians here who don't really give a shit about what the fuck is going on in California. Well, just, all right. When I was a kid, California was a, I think it was a red state. Uh, it was a red state from 80 to, yeah, 94. Yeah, and then so what happened? What's happening? Ninety six. What's happening to Texas and like all these other states where they're like, oh, the Californians are coming over. California used to be like the red state, and then everybody would come over. Like all the other states would just dump their trash. Like all these crazy people would come down to California and change the state blue, or whatever, and forced mm-hmm. all the all the people with some common sense. They're like, what the fuck is going on to the state? You just you just let everybody in. Mm-hmm. So they just left and they're just still fucking leaving mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, so now the other states get to experience what, what we experienced early on. Um, and I say we as more like uh, conservative minded people. Is that, I don't I don't think I'm really conservative. I'm I'm in the middle as fuck, but I'm not full blown. Yeah, you're not fucking MAGA, but you're not fucking uh, AOC. You know what I'm saying? I'm you're more, a, you're just a real motherfucker. You're, you're common sense. Yeah, it's, it's like I like to think and think about things before I like invest into it, not just because people buy into it. Like right. I can't, I can't, tri- I can't be a Trump supporter. I can't be a Bernie supporter because it like... I can't just blanket agree with what right. these guys say because they said it. Like I, I feel like I should be allowed to question what they say, regardless of who's the guy in charge. Well, yeah. Also, I mean, 
even for those that support either or, there's going to be things you don't agree with. That's just the nature of the beast. You can't agree with everybody, like you said, like a whole fucking just a, a cast a net out and just agree 100% with all their shit. Like Tulsi, that's my baby. I love Tulsi Gabbard. I, there's a lot of shit I disagree with her because, you know, she does lean blue, but there's a lot of shit that I do agree with her, you know, where um, it's like, okay, she has common fucking sense, you know? And I don't know if I said agreed twice. My brain's been fried, bro, so bad lately. And um, to the point where I've been forgetting shit, like, more than normal and um dude i try to get a hold of the va bro yeah for about a week i was fucking sending messages through e-health vet i tried calling them to their fucking um what's that shit called their call center now and um to get an appointment got the run around like a motherfucker i'm telling y'all man once y'all are out make sure you do keep your yearly appointments because if you don't they're going to drop you from the system and you got to go through the whole process, not all of it per se, but it's going to be difficult to get a referral. And that's what's going on with me because I put it for a referral so I can go get seen. And well, I called because I wanted to get seen about some other shit. And they were like, Oh, well, we haven't seen you in three years. Like, well, I was trying to take care of things on my own. And, you know, I got tired of the doctor telling me that I'm fat and take pills. You know what I mean? That's not really fucking helping me. So, but I mean, either way, just take the abuse for that 15, 30 minute appointment and stay in the system. Because if not, it takes forever. I had to go to uh, one of the facilities here because of the Rona. They closed down uh, the Frank Tejeda facility out here. So now they have like little satellite fucking ones. I had to go to a different satellite one where finally I was able to talk to a fucking person and they were able to schedule me a fucking appointment, man. But um, I'm telling you this because uh, my TBI, I got rated for a TBI. According to them, it was only 10%. And, um, you know, upon further review, they miss fucking uh, rated it. And um, it's to the point, I'm not even lying. I wish I could show you the videos where I'm twitching at night. My old lady recorded it. Like, bro, I'm fucking I'm doing like a fish out of water. Would you get back pay for, for all that money for them? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even, I, it would be nice. Yeah. But I, as long as it's rated correctly from henceforward, I'd be happy with that more than anything. I just think, I, I just think if there was an error done at the rating, you know, that's, that's, that's money that you, you didn't get because of an error on their part. So. Yeah. But they're going to look at it like, okay, now this motherfucker just, you know, um, is being greedy or you know why didn't you fucking uh say that back when it was happening and i'll those tell you i'll you tell you know what? i'll be greedy all fucking day man fuck those guys those have those dudes have a big ass budget to to not do shit as efficiently as everybody else like your, your who would have thought? thought that a government entity <laughs> such as the va would not run so effectively and efficiently who would have thought and here's an unpopular opinion, right? It, 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 there's a lot of people that believe that 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 you should be in the military before you could run for a political office or whatever. I and that is why I don't agree with that because you get people that that it's like just because you were in the military doesn't mean you're qualified to to run a civilian organization, let alone be president. 
I give you, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Then the title commander in chief needs to be pulled. Because I do believe that in order to um, promise us or in order to put your, your troops in harm's way, you should have worn a fucking uniform and experienced what they're about to go experience. But, but then you'd have to make the argument that like, if you want if, if you wanted to deploy the fire department to fight a forest fire at the, at the federal level, then you should be a firefighter to be able to do that. Or if you want to make uh, like um, legal recommendations uh, in order to like enact laws into to you mean be a lawyer? You'd have to be a lawyer in order yeah. to do that. Yeah. You do. <laughs> so, no, but to be a president, president just presides, but he does make one fucking. Uh, oh, but I, thought he, that's what I thought that's what you were saying. That if you if you want to make a like a military decision as president, you should be in the military. You should at least have experience in the military. Uh, that, no, but then that's what I'm saying. That then you, because a, a president also uh, like drafts laws and stuff, right? Like bills and all that thing. Then shouldn't Before, you be a lawyer? I think the majority have been. Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, why, why do you think George Washington was the commander in chief? Nick was the general. So he, he was just a popular figurehead at the time. Right. And then people were like, but, oh, you know, this famous general uh, for our very small country. I think he would be a good person to run for president because we all know him. Right. You know, he's just no, had I'm, popularity. This but, is pre-TV. But for commander in chief to be in charge of all the armed forces, to make decisions that are affecting and committing us to war zones. So. Uh, so what if his only experience has been in the in the Air Force, and then now he's in charge of like sending the army into like harm's way? But he has no experience with the way army works because the Air Force and the army are two different military things. and the military is military structure. There's you know, there should be a a requisite or at at the very. I mean, I get it. That's why they have advisors. You yeah. know what I mean? That's their job. Yeah, but uh, as we have seen, a lot of motherfuckers are just yes men. Yeah, and then those yes men get promoted, and, and then like because I think that the that the military system is like fucked up as fuck, man. Matt, picture your worst, the worst commander you've ever had, and then picture that person becoming a president. I'm picturing the worst lieutenant I ever had. Yeah, there you go, even better. And picture that person becoming a president. Dude, look at W. Yeah. So, I mean, W wasn't the fucking brightest fucking person. There's a name. There's a name for uh, people that that live in in countries where like the military runs shit. And yeah, they're dictators. Yeah, fucking fascists, man. And now everything would be everything that we do in the. I'm country, not saying it needs to be military ran or ran like the military. I'm just saying if you're gonna commit or, or any military action. I don't know, man. I, okay, to me, it just makes more sense when a motherfucker knows what he's about to put his people into. That's mm. why, as long as he's able, a person should be capable of, of taking the advice of their military advisors. That's why okay. they're there. That's why you have a chief of staff, a joint yes. chief of staff. You got a brand new private, AP. That's what you put them on, right? Advanced party. All of a sudden, 
motherfucker, now you're making them a fucking gunnery sergeant. Why? I mean, he'll be able to learn on the fly, right, on the job. Why would he, though? Like, what are the circumstances? Is the I'm just saying. And he was voted it to be the gunnery sergeant. Then you let him fail. <laughs> if that's the, the system, if the system says, hey, you could vote this, this guy with no experience as a gunnery sergeant, if that's the system, you're like, shit. Everybody else is just going to have to figure out ways to, like, to have a backup plan for the family. Do you see how bass backwards that is? Yeah. I just don't agree with it as, as a presidential requirement because it opens up the floodgates for, to bad leaders. Oh, uh, yeah. People that, that push out fake like the last 20 years of Afghanistan has just been fucking battalion commanders and and above saying that everything is fucking rosy on this side of the fucking woods. Oh, yeah. We just like and if there's nothing positive that was going on in the war, they would just create new metrics. Oh, we are the first fucking 80 percent a positive blood type unit that fucking conducted missions <laughs> in this fucking area of operations. Um, you know, that is a big that is a 60 percent increase from the last unit who was only 20 percent mm-hmm. positive blood type. Uh, so that's an improvement of 60 percent. This is why we're successful compared to the year before. Dude. No failures here. That Have has you- been the entirety of the last two fucking wars. Have you seen like uh, I've been watching a little bit of um, the uh, Blinken or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah, during, I've been watching some of that shit. And my favorite one was this one guy. He goes up there. He's like um, he says his spiel, tells him he should resign. And then when the when Blinken starts starts, um, be, you know, retorting or fucking answering, he's like, I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear your shit. Like, well, pretty much just don't shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to hear your lies. You know, all you're saying are, you know, just lies. Dude, I loved it. It was fucking hilarious, bro. Um, whatever. You know, I feel bad for the next generations of soldiers or sailors, Marines, because I think they're going to be going up there again. Just I'm because. Having, hmm? uh, I'm having a big issue with the with the way the system is working as far as like the, the people that are in charge of the military. And this is another reason why I don't agree with fucking military being a requirement is uh, you got you got a, a, a news report that came out today that the that the Joint Chief of Staff, Millie, who, by the way, created MedPros in 2015. Oh, he's the genius behind MedPros. Yeah. So ah. the, so the guy that created MedPros, right, this dude uh, apparently called his Chinese counterpart back in January to assure them that the U that the then president Trump was not going to attack, uh, attack China. Like why, why is an American general calling a Chinese, uh, counterpart and telling them, Hey, we're not going to attack you. So don't worry about it. Why are you having those discussions? Why are you having those discussions behind, behind your president's like back? Like, is that how that works? Is that how that's supposed to work? If I called, if I called some, uh, some, some sergeant in, in fucking, in the Chinese army and told them, Hey man, don't worry about it. We're not going to attack you. What, what do you think would happen to me? Mm-hmm. Rank has his privileges, weird. my man. Rank it's, just, has- no, it's just weird. It's, it's, it's so weird. And it's very like the military is supposed to be un- apolitical. Like yeah. non, like you just shut up in color, basically. If you don't like your president, you know you shouldn't have taken your job. Just resign. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. those, those guys are in those kind of positions where they could resign. 
if you don't like it, like if you don't like your your president, just resign. What are you? What the fuck are you waiting for? Right. And so, what, what are you going to call? Who else are you going to call? Like, who if he he? I mean, he told us that he called China. Who he? Who didn't he tell us about that he called? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just weird. It's just weird. I don't know. Eh, fuck them. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. Uh, we're probably putting our fucking listeners to sleep right now. I don't think so, man. You're you're underselling you. We're we're coming up with some valid uh, valid points here. It's a very um, you know. I told these motherfuckers to send me something to talk about, man. I keep telling y'all, you know, I, I want to hear what you guys have to say. What are your thoughts, dude? By the way, all these only fan bitches, I found your loopholes, especially on TikTok. You know what it is? What? Their link tree. You know what's in there? Their Twitter. You know what they put on their Twitter? Their Free motherfucking content. titties and shit. Mm-hmm. You just discovered Twitter, man. No, nah, I've known about Twitter. I just didn't know that these dumb bitches would fucking put their shit on Twitter and then ask you to go pay for it on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy. So what are you against? Are you against the hustle? Oh, man, do what you do to make money, man. But I mean... Uh-huh. Honestly, you're just fucking wasting your money. You could go to YouPorn or XNXX or something and just see but porn you, for free. So you'd be surprised how much money these people are making. Oh, I like, know they're making money. I know they're because, like, from for common sense individuals, you'd be like, dude, just go to Pornhub. Like, what are you doing, right? Mm-hmm. But now, now you can buy like a video that's tailored to you by somebody that you follow right that's where like a lot of these dudes get like sucked in sucked into it because it's like oh my god this chick that that i can't have she just made a video and she's saying my name hell yeah i'm gonna pay 15 bucks uh a month for this bro one of my old soldiers i'm not gonna throw your name out there funich <laughs> but this motherfucker bro when we were in mosul i had to do a counseling statement on him because I would have left them alone. I don't fuck with nobody's funds. Whatever you do with your money is your money. But when the commander starts getting those star card fucking letters, I get the letter. Well, actually, my smoke gets the letter. Yeah. And then my smoke falls on my motherfucking ass because I'm not checking up on my soldiers. That, by the way, for y'all civilians that don't understand, that's how shit really kind of works. All right. The commander gets told something, gets a letter from star card. All right. That's the military credit card saying that he's delinquent on his fucking payment. That gets handed down to the lieutenant, who in turn hands it down to my platoon sergeant. My platoon sergeant then hands it down to me. And it doesn't come with like, oh, here, you know, this came for your soldier. No, it's what the fuck is your soldier doing? Why aren't you on his ass? Why are you not aware of what he's spending his money on? Yeah. That's how that goes, y'all. Okay. I need to know what my soldier is fucking spending his money on. Anyways, I digress. Um, this I would go to him, find out that the reason he hasn't been paying his star card is because he's been making payments to a video cam girl. So he's paying abroad. Um, on the video screens back then, it was on, on like you know, um, this is back in Iraq, y'all. We didn't have the greatest fucking internet out there, all right. And most of the time, we we're on River City anyway. 
For those that don't know what River City is, that's basically Camo Blackout. All right. So he's paying abroad. All right. For what? Five minute jerk off that he can fucking do. Yeah. Paying a exuberant <clears throat> amount of money. Negating to pay, neglecting to pay his fucking star card. I'm getting my ass chewed for this. So I go and chew his ass out. Shit flows downhill, right? Yeah. Bro, we had to do a Skype call from Mosul to his bank because I think he had like a direct deposit for this broad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they make money. I know they're making fucking money, especially now. Like you said, they tailor it straight to you. Like, ooh, baby boy, yeah. And they get a fake fucking dick and <laughs> swallow that shit. And the dudes are right there like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's sucking my dick. Bro, save your money. Go to UPorn. Go to Pornhub. You know, use your imagination. People people want the interactivity, man, or else it wouldn't be a big business. The interaction, you mean? And and then that too, yeah. <laughs> Tell me you're 13 Bravo without telling me you're 13 Bravo. Interactivity is a word. Interaction? That's also a word, yes. Interactivity is a word. Yes. Are you sure about that? Google it. I will. As a matter of fact, and you continue with your uh, your story of interactivity. Uh, the interactivity. God, now it doesn't sound right when you say it. No, it's a word. Damn it. Um, people pay for it, man. People. It's like it's like going to a strip club. No, you're not going to get the full nude, but you can. Like, people just show up because there's like that level of interactivity. Yeah, I'm right. I know. I'll give it to you. So interact. They like the interaction of the interactivity. How about that? I think uh, action activity. Interactivity, action. Dude, that kind of reminds me of like violence of action and action of violence. Which is the correct way to say it? Action of violence is a description of the violence. Mm-hmm. Or the act of violating and then violence of action is like there's violence here and it's a lot of action it's violence of action i just remember hearing violence of action that shit it turned me the fuck on dude god i hate i always hated those buzzwords man because like we had a commander on one deployment he was he always used the word kinetic kinetic oh god kinetic strike and everything was like a kinetic strike but we're going to attack these guys in kinetic strike. And then, and then it became like uh, environment of the unknown. Like people, like the army just likes to make up so many stupid make-believe words and fake <laughs> words and phrases and shit. Oh God, dude. In Violence the civilian world, it gets better in the civilian world, bro. So the company I work for, um, they're doing, they're integrating what's called lean. All right. Lean. Now, it's not an acronym or anything like that. It's just a a process of working things. But within this process, they have certain terminology that really gets on my fucking nerves. Because you could tell, like, it's being fed, like, we want you to use these words. For example, pain point. Pain point. When there's a problem or or not a problem, when there's a challenge or an opportunity we refer, refer to it as a pain point. 
Now, when we have this pain point, we must do what's a root cause analysis, all right? We need to find out what is the root cause. There's a root cause, oh, anyways. And you must be transparent when you're speaking with people, you know, cause it's gotta be high vis, high visibility. Oh my God, dude, I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. Uh, there's a, there's Wait till a... you come out of the civilian sector and you hear these, we're like. No, oh. I'm, I'm already fully aware because if you, if you join the army right now, you're just gonna be full of all that civilian bullshit. There's a book that came out, um, Leaders Eat Last by mm. Simon Sinek came out a few years ago. You'd okay, wait. That was like the new. Wait, 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 wait. Not to cut you off. Leaders eat last. Now, is that a problem? Is, is that is that fucking patriarchal? I mean, because that's the way I was brought up. No, no, no. At, no that, okay. that phrase is correct. See, now you're stuck. Now you're like, man, this is going to be so hot shit, right? No, yeah. I want to hear what this is about. Yeah. Go ahead. So Leaders Eat Last is the corporate... Uh, it's a book written by Simon Sinek. This guy hung out with a, I think he was in the military or whatever. I read the book because we had to, uh, you know, there's another stupid shit. Um, so we had to read the book. Uh, basically it's like how to, how to treat everybody like a teammate in a corporate environment. You say cool things like teammate, Hey team. So if you ever see an email in the military these days, everything says team, team comma, the bullshit shit that they want to say, Hey team, Hey, you know, great, great work today. Getting after it. Uh, uh, fucking doing all this stuff. You know, this is why we do what we do. We're a great team and stuff. So now you got like uh, first sergeants, commanders, battalion commanders, sergeant majors. They all send the same email. It says like team comma. Hey, great job getting after it. You know, team Vikings team, whatever team, team, renegades this is what we this is what we're doing whatever let's get after it in an email the, before this is shit that would say in formation in front of you look look you right in the eye so you build that human like connection yes so you know that you're like more than just the fucking email recipient you know like a human being and stuff but now because everybody read this fucking book they're all using the same fucking buzzwords in the army they're all saying the same shit creating new thing like new words and phrases right like you know make it all like, catchy you know what that reminds me of bro remember when we were in korea um there was that one fucking brand new butter bar lieutenant that came in he looked like millhouse um he wore little glasses and shit um and he wore glasses he looked like millhouse from the simpsons i want to say his name was like lieutenant freeman or something like that and all I know is um, we're out in the field. It was his first field problem with us. And um, it was the it, it was index and fucking um, the LT came to give a talk to us to talk to us. Right. And then um, first our Sam was like, that's how you're going to start this shit. That's how you're going to talk to these soldiers. How about you tell them, hey, soldiers, y'all did a good job out here in the fucking field. We kicked ass out here. You know, he gave that motivational fucking speech. Like of like mm, teamwork, but like you said, I, yeah, it does. When it's just cascaded as a fucking email, it takes away the 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 expression behind it. It takes away the the projection, you know. It's so it's so it's become so watered down and generic because mm -hmm. everybody uses it. Everybody feels like that's like a 
like a personality trait now like where you have to like a good leader will say team like start his emails with the word team or even text message like oh my god i used to get texted all the fucking time hey team you know this is what's going on literally be a text message between me and me this other guy and the guy in charge three people in a text message and you want to say hey team like what the fuck dude like so i instantly go like is is somebody like hovering over his shoulder is this like mm-hmm. a paper trail thing like what's going on it, it, it's just so like i hate it. it that belongs in the corporate this is a fucking this is the military you say hey fuckers hey hey uh dick bag or or hey hey big guy okay you know call me big guy let me ask you something yeah what do you say to those from the outside looking in saying okay boomer that's what they're gonna say to you right okay boomer that's not professional we're a professional army i don't give a fuck man i'll be a boomer you can i'll be a boomer all day all night dude i don't care like you can call me a boom i'd rather be a boomer than a fucking pussy right but okay again but okay, you you can't use that. I'll tell word. you to fuck off. I'll tell you to fuck off. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Because then the, they're gonna the say you're people, toxic. I don't give a fuck. I'm toxic because I I make it known. Like if I go into an environment or whatever where I'm gonna be in charge, I'm, I make it very well known from the beginning, so it doesn't come as a surprise later on. I, I tell people, hey, I'm not here to be your fucking best friend. Two, I'm I'm gonna be toxic as fuck. Toxic masculinity. Masculinity. That's part of the job. That's part of the fucking requirement. I'm gonna but, be an asshole. You're not gonna like me. But period. Why? But you can't. You can't do that anymore. Because... I, I don't care. No, if you say it right off the bat, nobody can be like, "Oh, I'm surprised." This guy, and then they'll run over to whoever it is that fucking that they need to talk to and be like, "All of a sudden, he changed. I don't know where this came from. He he became so toxic." Mm-hmm. No, if I tell people, "Hey, I'm a toxic son of a bitch. I, I'm gonna say whatever I want." I'm going to do whatever I want. This is how this works. And this is why I'm going to do it. Uh, then people are going to be like, the, the sticker shock's not going to be there. They're not going to be surprised by it. And they're less likely to do that. And then two, at the end of the conversation, at the end of the sentence, I'm going to say, hey, good job, guys. To confuse See, the fuck out of people. Exactly. And, and that's what and that's what I wish a lot of people would understand. Um, you know, I know you grew up in the same era as I did coming up in the military, where we got our asses ringed. And then afterwards, our chief would be like, all right, now let's go. Like nothing ever happened. And I'm like, my fucking chief is bipolar, you know, and that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's just the way that it is. We're not fucking supply. We're not S1. We're not commo. All right. We're the fucking field artillery. We're the king of fucking battle, not the king of paperclips, not the king of communication. And I'm not shitting on those soft skills. Uh, MOSs. I'm just saying that we have a different mentality, a different culture within um, within our community in the military. Yeah. You know, so in that culture, there's a certain dynamic that each individual has, which is very thick skinned. You need to be thick skinned automatically because I'm not going to be telling you, hey, can you please bring me that ammo can when we're in the middle of a fucking firefight? You know what I mean? Uh, early on when I first joined, one of the first things that somebody told me was like, hey, I'm going to chew you out. I'm going to fucking rip you apart. I'm going to tell you all this, but you have to be um, professional enough to where like, you know, move on past it uh, because within an hour, that same guy is going to be like, hey, you guys want to go get some lunch? Yep. Like completely professional about it. And 
I didn't get it until I saw it. And then when I saw it, it didn't come as a surprise. I was like, oh, this is what they meant. Like, I get it. I, I, I get it now. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's too, they just chewed me out for like half an hour, 20 minutes ago or whatever. And now he's like, hey, let's go get lunch at fucking Whataburger. You know, yeah. uh, it's just part of the job. It I is. It as that. Now, it's- now people aren't telling you that. And then now people get all surprised. They're like, I don't want to eat with you. Like, no, you just chewed me out. I'm fucking. I'm Dude, and, and that's what I don't get. Do people not understand? And I blame the recruiting on this uh, because they're making it into a corporate army. They're, the expectations are being set that we're a corporate fucking, or I'm sorry, that not that we, that the army is a corporate environment when it's not. You know, and it doesn't help that the leadership isn't fucking nipping this in the bud. Okay, look, maybe at the battalion level and higher, maybe it's like that. But at the battery level and below, expect things to be run a little bit differently. You know, those those people, those people are getting out in droves. And then, I mean, with this vaccine mandate, if if these people that didn't want the vaccine stick to their guns and get forced out, that's less people that are in that mindset. And the army's gonna, the army's gonna change. Uh, Not for the best. Really yeah, it's it's gonna get really, really rough. It's it. it's disheartening, you know, man. You know what? I'm cool, man. Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sitting. I'm gonna sit, sit back on my couch watching. Let me ask you something, man. Yeah. In um, we had a 20 year war, right? World War II lasted what about? We were involved in it for about what, like maybe three years? We were involved two, three years? Yeah, we went into like 42 and then went into like 45. Right. So, and there were tons of motherfuckers that were trying to join the military, you know, during that time. In the 20 years that have come and gone, do you think that we had that same sense of duty or um that same will to want to serve their country as they did back then um because we have thank god we still have some hard charging motherfuckers out there i'm not gonna lie thank god we still have hard chargers out there i talked to this fdc cat on the last episode i did uh stratton and you know he gave me some um some hope you know, for, for the, for the military, you know, now I'm just going off based off what he's told me and what he said, you know, and, um, he seemed like a pretty decent guy. You know what I mean? Seemed like a little hard charger. And, um, but then you have, like I said, 20 years that went by, there's thousands of millions that not even once thought about joining the military, you know, or serving their country. I mean, do you think something wrong within America, if something like that's happening, shouldn't we have had more volunteers uh, come in? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just wondering, like, how do you live with yourself knowing that there was a war that happened for 20 fucking years and not one time that you make an attempt to serve? What do you think about that? Because it's, it wasn't um, the, if you, all right, let's go back to, the day after 9-11, there was a surge of enlistments. You couldn't, you couldn't uh, keep people away. You know, like, you know, recruiters had to like turn people away or whatever because there was just like too many people coming in or whatever. So the, the will to serve is there if the cause is good, right? If people believe that the cause, the justification behind the war is okay. As the year went on, 
um, the messaging kind of faded, especially like in the last 10 years. It's like you knew there was something going on in Afghanistan and in Iraq, but there wasn't a need for people because like everybody pretty much got the feeling like, oh, there's plenty of people joining. Like there's no need for it. Uh, and then there's no information from the war that's being sent out by the generals or anything saying like, hey, we need we need your help in this right. fight because together we can win this war. There was no like if you think of like World War Two, it's like uh, you had the or World War One. You had like the picture of Uncle Sam that says we want you, you know, because there was a need for fucking people to fight and stuff because the justification like the 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 reason behind it was was just we needed people serve your country serve your people fight for freedom that message like it was just everywhere you go to the movies there just be like advertisements and stuff mm -hmm. you look at the last 10 years recruiting you know it's like the even the commercials don't even like we we'll never talk about the war because it's like we we really don't have a like what what are you going to go over there for there's no battle that that you need to train for and serve your country to like win there's no region like hey if you join now we're going to take over fucking eastern afghanistan and fucking win this territory we need your help you know people i swear people would join if they heard shit like that but there was nothing so why do why would anybody join what's what's the incentive yeah i see what you're saying but i mean I just hate, I was having a conversation with one of my good friends and, um, you know, we were just talking like how, like I, if I wouldn't have been able to serve during the last 20 years, I would feel shitty that I couldn't do anything. You know, you join, you join right, right after, uh, you know, nine 11 during, during that window of time, you know, we, we legitimately like, it was this, like we're fighting to fight against terrorists, right. terrorism and stuff. There was that we, we had an enemy. We had a reason to be there. Right. And it's what drove, like I joined because I was like, holy shit, there's a war popping off. I don't, you know, like it's, it's fucking 2004 when I joined, I'm like, this shit's still fresh. Like this shit, I saw yeah. the towers crash. You know, I want to go because this, this is what, like, we need to, we need to win people. We had, you had generals that were like, we're trying to win. You had Petraeus in 2006 and seven. It's like, we're going to surge in Iraq because this is what's going to help us win. Like we need people. That was the message. And that's why we joined. And that's why we were, we were more likely to join. Well, I mean, yeah. I, what from, I mean, everybody, every case is, uh, is different. Me, I've always wanted to be in the military. Always, always since I was a kid. Unfortunately, life decisions that I made made that an impossibility for me. But because of the need of bodies, uh, the army was willing to turn a blind eye to certain um, past uh, uh, mistakes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, lapse of judgments in to use the army's terms, you know, and uh, they let me in and I was going to take full advantage of it, you know, and um, I was proud of it. You know, I. I really thank God that I was able to do that. And so, I mean, I just really thank God I had that opportunity. And um, I just, again, feel bad for some of these hard charging Joes that got in because they wanted to fight. You know what I mean? Because they, and now there's no fight, you know, let me ask you something before we're going to uh, start wrapping this up. Cause I'm um, just some shit. I got to take care of afterwards. And um, just a, just a quick one. You still got a few more minutes with me. Yeah, I got maybe like three, three more minutes. All right. Cool. All right. Three more minutes. Check this out. Quick question. Well, 
let me point something out. Out of the in out of the U.S. population, less than one percent yeah. join the military, right? Yeah. What percentage of that do you think actually see combat? You're like, all right, the military, you know, it's one percent. That's Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. I think they consider them themselves or whatever. Yeah, and then right. the reservists, the reserves, like one percent. You're looking at what, like two, three, three million. Let's say four, like four million people serve. Mm-hmm. Right. And at any given time, split up into those now six branches, I think, with the Space Force. Yeah. And shit. And then now you got active duty. And I'm taking a phone call right now. Uh, but you got like six, six branches and four million of that. And then out of the army, you got like a 15%. 15% joins the, like the infantry or like direct right. combat, it's like 20%. Or wherever then everybody else is like reserves it's a very small pool man so with that said why do so many motherfuckers claim they fucking saw combat we'll leave that for the next week all right man it was a pleasure having you on here brother you take your call and i'll holla at you later all right bro all right man be easy yeah. man yep later all right y'all so we're gonna go ahead and drop off with jesse arena here just me now left here um i appreciate y'all being here with me and uh, taking the time to just shoot the shit. Uh, do me a solid. If you're in the military, if you were ever a field artilleryman, and you know, if you were a field artilleryman, you know you got a lot of motherfucking pride in in our trade. Y'all make sure y'all go check out fucking Redwood. Red, blah, blah, blah. Make sure y'all go check out Redleg Custom Woodworks. That's where um this little beauty came from. Custom fucking made, y'all. So. Get with him, redleckcustomwoodworks.com, redleckcustomwoodworks.com, redleckcustomwoodworks.com. Go check him out and um, let him know you caught us here on the gun line, man. That's where you saw him at. And hey, just thank you again for hanging out here with me. Uh, before I go, today is an anniversary of, um, of a death of uh, one of um, one of my buddies from basic training. So I just want to tell you, uh, Mako. Uh, rest easy, man. Uh, it was uh, Russell Mikowski, and uh, we were in basic training together back in Fort Sill. Um, he was in 4-4 Deuce out of Fort Hood. Uh, he was killed in action in 2006 on this date, uh, September 14th. So rest easy, brother. Um, can't believe it's been so long that, uh, that it's been 15 years, man. The young dude. And um, so... Have a drink for him um, for me. Have a shot for him. And uh, rest easy. And everybody else out there, thanks for uh, being supportive. Do appreciate it. On, on real side, y'all, I, I I feel like this podcast is beginning to, you know, just in, get to its life cycle. Um, and I really need y'all help, man. Send me some fucking things to talk about. Um I doubt I'll stop ever doing it because it's even if only one person listened to it and they got something out of it, they enjoyed it. I'd still keep doing this. So anyways, y'all, I appreciate y'all being here with me. Make sure y'all go ahead and um, check out on the gunline.com. It's got links there to the on the gunline teespring uh, where you could get some shirts like this one to support the podcast. Um, and um Y'all go check out GI Vandals. 
and go check out Twitch. Go check out Smoke Man on that Twitch. All right. Anyways, hope y'all enjoyed this. With that being said, go pack go. Sorry, ass fucking start. Go pack go. Uh, and I'm thinking about bringing a civilian on here. Um, talk some Game of Thrones. Yeah, we're going to nerd out on that one. I'll let y'all know. Let me know if y'all want to hear something like that, man. All right. Too easy. With that said, rounds complete. End of mission. Gunline out. Bye, motherfuckers.